Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Friday, 7th October, 2022. Our bit today comes from Hebrews 13, verse 8. And that says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Now, contrary to yesterday, those of us in the northern climes who are blessed to wake up today, when we shouted TGIF, thank God it's Friday, we also mounted, but it's rather chilly too. Yes, because the temperature today is barely around the double-digit figure. That's one of the things I dislike about these hair parts. That's the wide disparity possible in temperatures from one day to the next, especially at this time of year. But thankfully, we worship a God who doesn't change. He's immutable, character steady, and promise faithful. Sometimes he changes his mind according to certain circumstances, which is his prerogative anyway. But his actions never go against his word or his promises. And that's what we call steadfastness of character. And I like how in the book of Hebrews, its author describes Jesus as being superior to the angels, using some Old Testament scripture out of Isaiah 61, 1-3 and Psalm 102, verses 25-27. to There he joyfully proclaims, Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity or lawlessness. Therefore God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows or above thy companions. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thine hands. They shall perish, but thou remainest, and they shall all wax or grow old as doth a garment, and as a vesture or cloak, Shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. And that comes from Hebrews 1, 9-12. Now furthermore, that led the author of Hebrews, while talking of of service well-pleasing to God later on, to acknowledge to his listeners, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Yes, my fellow believers, we can indeed believe and rely on Jesus to be the same yesterday, today and forever, since he doesn't change. He was there when the worlds were created and will be there when they are annihilated too. The same marvelous Lord and Savior, strong, loving, reliable and trustworthy. He has had a plan for every life from the beginning, as Jeremiah relates. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil or calamity, to give you an expected end that's a future and a hope. And we all know that comes from Jeremiah 29, 11. Now, that's the ultimate desire of our wonderful God for each of his marvelous creations. 
And as well, Paul so rightly declares to the Philippians, being confident of this very thing, that he which had begun a good work in you will perform it or continue doing it until the day of Jesus Christ. And that comes from Philippians 1.6. Wow, my brethren, how marvelous is that, eh? God will continue working in us, showering us with his most excellent grace until the day Jesus returns to earth, at which time he will bring it to completion. And as the scholars explain, this speaks of the Christian's eternal security, for God had a purpose in view when he began his saving work in each of us, and that purpose will neither be abandoned nor unrealized. And all of God's children gave a loud and grateful shout of, Praise the Lord, O my soul, bless his holy name, for he is indeed worthy to be praised. Yes, friends, our God is such a mighty God, but yet so graceful and merciful, that hard as we try, we cannot fathom the depths of his character with our finite minds. Tell me now, which other God in their right mind would have sent his only son to die for a bunch of ungrateful, abominable wrongdoers and iniquity workers? Eh? None. But Jehovah God, our creator, his love was so strong for us, his most miraculous creation, that he had to break his own heart and provide the only way possible the only way, just and righteous, to save us from hellfire and damnation? Now, why wouldn't we believe then, adore and worship him after all the heartache he put himself through on our behalf? And you know it wasn't necessary for him to do it, no? He could have left us to suffer in our abominable sinfulness. But that's what true love can do. Because true love sacrifices one's self, time, talent, and treasure for others without counting the cost. And that's why we can put our full and sincere trust in Christ Jesus, surrender our total life to him. Because no sin, no disaster, no complex or simple situation will ever cause him to abandon us. He's promised it. We can always cry out to him in times of need and calamity. As the psalmist Asaph says in Psalm 50, Offer unto God thanksgiving, and pay thy vows to the Most High, and call upon me in the day of trouble, I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. And that's taken from Psalm 50, verses 14 to 15. And that's why Brother David could confidently declare in Psalm 18, Thanksgiving for deliverance, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. And that comes from Psalm 18, verse 3. And that's exactly what he did while he was still alive and able to write that marvelous psalm. <laughs> well, you know something? Like I can't spell Psalm, I don't know, 
because I've been spelling it wrong all through the bit. But that Psalm, yes, I spell it right there. That Psalm, Psalm 18, marked the time that the Lord delivered Brother David from all his enemies, including the most notable and persistent one, King Saul. And we've said all of that, my fellow saints, to simply say that our God is a most wonderful, loving, merciful, and gracious deity who only wants the best for us, his most marvelous creation. And why wouldn't he? It's just like we want the best for our children. But we do expect them to live decent lives and obey our rules. And that's all the Lord asks of us, you know, to be obedient to his will and live for him through his son, Jesus Christ. And look at the wonderful rewards that obedience will bring, as opposed to the heinous consequences to be suffered for disobedience. It's such a no-brainer to live for Jesus. But it all begins with prayer, that awesome form of communication with our righteous and ever-faithful God. So let's go to him right now in prayer, now, through our Friday chant, asking for his divine help to write our lives and our world. All together now, oh Lord, thanks for getting me safely through this past week. You know it's been rough. What with all the anxiety, the confusion and havoc that the viruses and our many other problems are causing? We can't seem to fix it on our own, Lord. That means we desperately need your help. Oh, Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat both the viruses and the unrest in our streets. So, Lord, we sincerely ask you today to give the governments and those involved in the forefront of this serious and unexpected storm the wise guidance to handle the situation properly with the least amount of loss to life and property as possible. And please help those of us who must go out to work amidst all the confusion to be responsible and to stay safe and avoid any more serious setbacks. And Lord, we fervently pray that you will use this situation to bring a lot of backsliders back to your fold. Please show them the error of their ways. And please introduce a whole new flock who will embrace your love and compassion by the example that we, your faithful believers, set. Yes, Lord, please use this pandemic and the unrest in the streets as a means of restoring faith in you so that our sinful world can wake up and smell the coffee, wake up and smell it sweet and strong. And we pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, my people, it's imperative that we keep our promises, change our ungodly ways, and sincerely begin living for Jesus if we expect to receive a positive answer from heaven. Much love. And the postscript for today says, the only solid, unmovable, unchangeable thing in this world, that's the rock, 
the rock that's Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Yes, my people, it's only Jesus that's unchangeable and movable in this great wide world. So please, let's wake up and get ourselves together and start living seriously for him because that's the best option we have in this life. And we pray this in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.